This is Radio Taiwan International. Welcome to the news on Radio Taiwan International. I'm Charlie Stora coming to you from Taipei, Taiwan. We begin with a look at today's top stories. The Foreign Ministry has issued guidelines on Taiwan's participation in international activities under the name Chinese Taipei. Quarantine inspections at Taiwan's airports have been stepped up to prevent African swine fever entering the country. And President Tsai Ing-wen met Taipei Mayor Ke Wenzhe on Thursday in the first meeting between the two since Ke was re-elected in November's local elections. The first today's top story. The Foreign Ministry has issued guidelines on Taiwan's participation in international activities under the name Chinese Taipei. Ministry Deputy Spokesperson Joanne O oh said Friday that the guidelines have in fact existed for years. She said they are intended for handling diplomatic affairs, but are also aimed at helping civic groups. The guidelines are mostly aimed at helping civic groups further expand their global presence, demonstrate their vitality, and strengthen Taiwan's profile in the international community. The guidelines are introduced so that all government agencies will have a basis when offering assistance to civic groups. The guidelines will also prevent Taiwan's sovereignty from being belittled or the rights of civic groups from being damaged. Due to pressure from China, Taiwan frequently participates in international organizations and events under the compromise name Chinese Taipei. O oh, said the names that are preferable for the country are the Republic of China, the Republic of China brackets Taiwan, and Taiwan. She said the government does not recommend using the name Chinese Taipei because it is misleading, demeaning, and is controversial. Quarantine inspections at Taiwan's airports have been stepped up to prevent African swine fever from entering the country. Increased fines have also been introduced for people attempting to smuggle meat products into the country. Sniffer dogs are also being employed at airports, targeting mainly flights from China. African swine fever has reached 21 provinces, cities and areas in mainland China since the first reported outbreak in early August. The disease could have a devastating effect on Taiwan's hog farming industry, which has annual production value of 200 billion Taiwan dollars, that's 6.5 billion US dollars. Guan Dao Yi, the head of Taiwan's largest pig breeder, Taiwan Sugar Corp, said the presidential office will hold a meeting next week to discuss measures to prevent the epidemic reaching the country. Guan said it will take at least 35 years to eradicate African swine fever if it reaches Taiwan. President Tsai Ing-wen met Taipei Mayor Ke Wenzhe on Thursday. It was the first meeting between the two since Ke, an independent, was re-elected in November's local elections. The handshake between President Tsai Ing-wen and Taipei Mayor Ke Wenzhe and the meeting that followed was closely watched by the media. Mayor Ke seldom dresses formally, but he wore a dark blue suit for the meeting. President Tsai first congratulated the mayor on his re-election, but there seemed to be very little interaction between the two. The mayor looked cold and expressionless. Each then made remarks. Tsai said she was paying close attention to the briefing on the city's major infrastructure projects 
and the mayor said he might make a faux pas if he loosened up. The public meeting followed a 15-minute closed-door meeting beforehand. President Tsai said the two talk about cooperation between the city and the central government. Direct and blunt as ever, Ke called their public meeting carefully orchestrated, saying he followed the script without deviation or giving the president any surprises. The meeting was an exercise in mending fences after Tsai's Democratic Progressive Party was gathering of Ke during his re-election campaign. The party also filled its own candidate against him on this occasion, unlike in Ke's first successful run in 2012. Paula Chow, RTI News. Not many companies in Taiwan are looking to hire, and many do not hold an optimistic outlook for the economy in 2019. That's according to a survey by a local job bank. Only 51% of local companies are looking to hire in 2019. The figure is nine percentage points lower than last year and is the lowest level since 2012. These are the results of the latest survey from a local job bank. The agency says an upcoming uptick in basic salary is one of the main reasons affecting the hiring outlook for many companies. Mr. Liang has manufactured photoelectronic materials for 13 years. He said his company has felt a clear pinch in the last year as China tightened regulations and the U.S.-China trade war led to lower demand. Liang is one of many who hope the economy will improve, while at the same time not holding his breath. The survey also revealed that more than 30% of local companies are pessimistic about the economy next year. The figure is twice as high as last year. Jake Chen, RTI News. The waterproof jackets and trousers worn by Taiwan's mail carriers contain a chemical compound heavily restricted in the European Union for use in clothing. Lawmaker Lin Junxian is trying to bring attention to the issue and the potential health hazards for the close to 10,000 postal delivery workers in Taiwan. The waterproof clothing worn by Taiwan's mail carriers as they make their rounds contains perfluorinated compounds, or PFCs. Lee said the EU restricts the use of PFCs in clothing to one part per million. He said the amount of PFCs in the clothing worn by Taiwan's mail carriers since 2017 is 92,000 times higher than that amount. He accused the National Post Office of slowly poisoning its delivery workers. PFCs are a type of what is known as an environmental hormone, that is, a substance that may mimic hormones produced by the human body and disrupt their natural function. Toxicologist Yen Zhonghai said exposure to PFCs could affect thyroid and liver function and produce harmful effects on the endocrine system. At present, the use of PFCs in clothing is not prohibited in Taiwan. This is Radio Taiwan International. A cross-strait stamp exhibition opened Friday at the Zhonghua Postal Museum in Taipei. The exhibit, now in its fifth year, is set to commemorate the beginning of postal services connecting mainland China and Taiwan since 2008. Li Xiong, vice general manager of Taiwan's National Post Office, attended the opening ceremony. 
He said he's very happy to see the exhibit serve as a platform for cross-strait exchanges and to help deepen cultural collaboration. Lee pointed out that this year is the 140th anniversary of the Da Long, or Big Dragon, stamps, which were the first set of official stamps from China. The exhibit showcases several of the latest designs in the long-running series. Several key figures from the opposition Guomindang or KMT on Monday criticized the government's latest legal proposals. They say the proposed amendments impede on the freedom of the press. The cabinet passed drafts of amendments to seven laws on Thursday. They propose harsher punishments for the spread of false information. Premier William Lai said the move aims to prevent false information from affecting national security. A number of academics said earlier this month that the draft bills could cause a chilling effect and lead to self-censorship. They also said that the amendments allow political parties to restrict information deemed unfavorable, which they called a step back in democracy. An unmanned soft drinks store opened on Friday in the southern city of Gaoxiong. The store has one smart robot that is responsible for taking orders and preparing drinks for customers. The country's first unmanned pearl milk tea shop opened in February. As unmanned stores are a rapidly growing trend and the soft drinks industry is competitive, it is expected that more establishments will follow suit. Thanks for joining me for the news today. I'm Charlie Storer. Stay tuned for another 50 minutes of English language features brought to you by Radio Taiwan International.